Hey, folks. Thank you for tuning in to episode four of The Artist and the Salesman. I'm your host, Scott McDonald. Tonight, we have a special treat coming to you on the eve of Valentine's Day. You ever wondered what a grip was? What the heck is a grip? Well, we have one of the best in the business, key grip, Jay McCann here, Jason McCann. I call him Jay because we're tight. You call him Jason or sir. Uh, Jay, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for How are me. you? Doing good. I, uh, I think we wrapped last night at uh, like 3 a.m. So uh, caught up on some sleep today and... Are you are you at liberty to say what project you're currently working on, sir? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm currently on a show called Blind Spotting. It was a Ooh, uh, it great was a show. Feature. Great show. A, no, no. Uh, well, it was a feature from. Two oh, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. Um, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was a feature, um, and the TV show takes place after the the feature film. Um, our showrunner. One of them was uh, David Diggs, um, so I've been working with him. Um, it'll be out on uh, uh, the Stars Network. I'm a big fan of the Stars Network, personally. I think they get a lot of exceptional and very original programming, and a lot of people aren't aware of it. I wish they would, may, I don't know. Get, get get more connected with with some kind of streaming thing or something because you get you get the choice to choose their stuff when you got on the Amazon or the Hulu sometimes. Uh, but I do love the stars. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on something for some kind of experimental Snapchat channel. Uh, if I had more information, I would tell you, but it's called Total Badass Wrestling for the Comedy Bang Bang Network, and it's going to be very exciting and it's going to be very fun and very entertaining. Uh, wow. But that's uh, wait, there. wait was was comedy bang bang like a, a show uh, that's a difficult question jay uh i, I feel as though it, i mean it, like they got their own now and i i think I mean, it was I, just a. It was, feel it, it. it was tantamount to like the what was it funny or die right something right, right, is right. like that that they can they created comedic content and then they got mm. picked up or something Man, there's like a streaming service for everything now. It's going there. It is there's, a little crazy. There's, there's, getting a little crazy. But hey, all right. So someone's just tuned into episode four, and they're like, "All right, I already don't understand what's going on. What the heck is a grip? I'm watching a movie. I'm watching my favorite Tom Cruise movie or whatever the heck. What's a grip doing, Jay? What is a grip? Um, I have That's been... a really loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've I have been trying to explain to my family what a grip is for the last 15 years and uh I still uh personally don't know. <laughs> um, a lot of us in this business can say that it's difficult it's, to say what we You know, do. It, I think I think anybody that gets into the film industry uh you know and I you know tell me if this was the case with you but everyone just kind of falls into where their talents lie. You know, I thought I might have wanted to be a camera person. Okay. Turns out I was a grip. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, and and that's where my career path has led. But uh, that being said, what is a grip? Um, we are the team on set that works with the cinematographer um, to help craft and achieve uh, the, their their image. Okay. So 
you know, we work with electric for, for lighting. Um, electricians bring in manufactured light. Um, grips augment natural lighting. So if we're doing a scene shooting outside, we do, you know, we'll build giant 12 by 12 foot bounces or we'll build diffusion frames to... All, all the crazy stuff, yes. The people yeah. don't realize that when they're watching it, they think, oh, that, that person's on a sunny afternoon. Well, it might yeah. not be a sunny afternoon. And it's it's like it's someone like Jason who's responsible for giving you the illusion that it's a sunny afternoon or whatever the heck, right? Yeah, exa exactly, exactly. So if, if we're outside and it's, you know, there's no cloud cover and there's harsh lighting, but we've got you know, an actress that uh, we want to make look beautiful, mm -hmm. we will put mm -hmm. like diffusion frames overhead to diffuse that direct light. But then like we might augment with like some bounces or sometimes. And, and for the layman, what's a bounce? Uh, basically a giant white tarp. Okay. You know, think, so it's that simple. It, yeah. I mean, sometimes. think about, um, Think about like if you're at the beach and it's a super sunny day, and okay. you, you know, okay. you, sure. you, sure. you, un, you open up your cooler to crack Boom. open a, La a LaCroix or a beer. Yeah. And there's yeah. that like that silver inside. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, and the sun is reflecting off of it. Like and, those old uh, 80s uh, tanning fans that they would wear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, okay. that, but that's, that's how you kind of push a, a direction of light or, uh, you know, just con control you, the lighting creatively. You said that you know? artificial versus manufactured light. Yeah. So there's, you know, we can take what's outside and we can manipulate it with our grip equipment or tools. Okay. Which makes it sound fancy, but like I said, a giant no, it's, light tarp. It's extensive. <laughs> um, it is. But, you guys are but, like mechanic engineer crazy guys. Yeah, but um also who works with the cinematographer and you'll have to have an episode on this is, is the gaffer who's in charge of the electric. I don't and, know any and, 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 and the lights. With the gaffer, so, the... so, so those lights would be the manufactured lights, the things okay. that you're plugging into a generator or an electrical uh, distribution okay. box. So, but the grips come in and also help with that lighting and also diffuse it and shape it. And, and, um, and when you say diffuse, that's, uh, Kind of um, basically taking like a like a thin paper or a uh, fabric. So okay. if you if you've got a very harsh light, um, think of lights in your house. Like okay. you put a lampshade over it, right? Oh, well, okay, that's a great example. Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah, and it, it's, it's to soften it and make it prettier yeah. and more pleasant. We're doing all, right. all we're doing is the same things, but for you know, it's <sighs> on camera. So. Even even after I've been um, doing this twenty years now, just what you've been telling me right now is enlightening. In all honesty, like I, I <laughs> love you guys. I is rely that a, on you guys. Scott? No, I'm saying I'm serious. I rely on you guys. You guys are uh, well, uh, you guys and gals, I should say. You folks are well, terrific. To continue, conti to continue with what a grip does, it, like I mean, we don't just support the lighting department. We support the camera department. We support you guys in the art yeah. department. I've heard the hardest thing you guys carry is the art department. Heaviest. Or heaviest. Um, no, I just stepped on that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, like me, like my job is I am, the way I think about it is I'm kind of the handyman on set. Like I'm the, I'm there to solve problems for every department. Like art department will come to me and they hey, we need to hang this 40 foot by 60 foot long uh, backdrop. 
And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, me and my guys will take care of that, you know. Camera comes to us, and we're like, hey, we, we want a camera shot that is going to start 40 feet in the air, and it's going to crane down to over someone's shoulder, and then and then it's going to push in and walk with the person. It's, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go find the crane and talk to the steady cam op, and I'm going to be the guy that helps coordinate and figure out all those things. So, so let me ask you this then. When it's something as like, I know those were examples, but say someone gives you a request that's just, what the hell? Like, obviously you're trained to work with all the equipment available. You know its limitations. You know its limits, this and you know, all that. But when it comes to something you've never heard of or seen or done before, like it's in our department, oh, we're putting a couch here or there. I mean, not to diminish what we're doing, but you guys are doing stuff at times that could be like incredibly on, is there safety issues? There's all kinds of like factors of like degrees of stuff. Right. People who don't like math like myself would just like, ugh. Like, I don't know. You know, how you I, I, I think if I could tell my younger self, uh, something or give my younger self some advice it would have been pay more attention than trig and well, it's okay you guys um, if you want to be a key grip <laughs> in the hollywood film industry pay attention there there's mathematics is, there, there is a lot of math behind it uh, especially when you're doing like big rigs that involve uh involve uh heavy machinery like cranes or yeah, uh that's what i'm wondering like where do you get guys... lifts or boom lifts or um how um, do you know about all that stuff like how do you guys figure this is just you just well, I mean, I guess your your question was when a request is outside the box or you haven't uh, heard that question before, like what's... Or, or you're even sure that it's not been done before and you're like, well, fuck. Excuse my French toast. You know, I guess, but, I mean, I guess, I guess what I would say to that is that's my favorite part of the job is, getting, awesome. is getting those requests. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, it. That 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 you know, you can get on the internet, you can try and research other things that have been done in the film industry, look at other movies, but I you know, for me personally, uh my favorite part of the job and you know, I knock on wood here, the reason I've succeeded is because I take pride in that and trying trying to solve unsolvable problems. Um, Fantastic. I, I, I did a movie where uh, the, the script, you know, we're reading the script and the girl uh, in, the, in the film has a dream sequence and her room fills with water and she swims outside of her window. Now, this was probably almost 10 years ago um, and CGI wasn't quite where it was. So Water stuff is sketchy what, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, but reading the script, it's like, and talking to the cinematographer, how do we accomplish this? Well, you know, start doing homework. And ultimately what we did, or I did was. Did they assign we, you homework? Or you <laughs> well, you, you know homework? what I'm saying. Yeah. So ultimately what we did is we built, we built the bedroom, a 16 foot by 16 foot set. We can you say what show this was for, by the way, or, or movie? Uh, yeah, I think it might be. Uh, you might be. I'm sure you can find That's it online. Cool. It was called "The Truth About Emmanuel." Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so basically, we built this. Like you know, we go to the production designer, the cinematographer, me, uh, special effects, and we we how are we going to do this? And and we figured it out. And what we did, and and we did it practically, which is insanely cool. <laughs> um, I. It, 
so we and practical for those of you guys means without the augmentation with uh computer generated graphics or imagery of any kind it's what what jason and i and, and many of you hopefully grew up on was the practical effects and props and this and that but that what he's talking about practically goes beyond what i'm talking like, about li limited computer help you know like let's do it in real life yes um so we built a 16 foot by 16 foot set we uh it's a box truss and we uh trusses you know what you see at a like live staging, event like when you're at a concert yeah sure okay um we we uh built the set within a truss box and we used a construction crane and we craned the set it's already sketchy <laughs> i'm already sketched dude i was standing inside of it oh. um but but you know we had a twenty thousand pound set lifted by a you know one hundred thousand pound capable construction crane right. so so again doing the homework and doing the math but so you, know, you had to you have to crunch those numbers and make sure that yeah, it was a um, oh my god! No, thank you. God, uh, no, thank we went <laughs> we went to a place in Long Beach called Tank One, which is basically all familiar. Old, yeah, an old oil drone. You know, Captain America shot that. They use it for all kinds of water stuff. Um, like the tanks so, out in South Carolina, they did the Abyss in. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we craned the set into the tank of water, and what we worked with art department on was we drilled out rat holes. Like the, the flooring was just full of holes. And, you know, there was wood floor, uh, wood, uh, what do you call slats, wood slats on the floor to make it look sure. like hardwood in a bedroom. Sure. But they were just, they were just offset from each other enough that as the crane the, lowered the set into the tank, the water could see. Oh, uh, so you're. And then we it, had. We it had, was literally the practical application of running footage backwards almost. Like yeah, instead of so, filling the room with water, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's no, so we, cool. As as the set lowered, submerged the set. In water. Yeah, that's exactly oh, what we wow. did. I mean, I, dude. I mean, the pictures on the walls were drilled in. I had. I mean, we had rigged five or six different cameras because we were in scuba gear and stuff. And you know, yeah. we had there were hookah lines for the actress. Oh yeah. Put, you know. The so, only, uh, the, go ahead. Um, but. Ultimately, you have a good water story after this, though. Yeah, ultimately, the the entire set was submerged in tank one. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Um, and the actress was able to get out of her bed and swim through her window like the sequence called for. Um, well, I, I mean, that's still one of my that's still one of the coolest rigs I've ever done, and I've done a lot more just like it. But going back to your original question like when when i read a script or they come to me with questions i'm like hey how how are we gonna film this and it, if it hasn't been done before that's the coolest part of the that job that makes it more fun like like Wait, how how are we doing this guys this your whole cool. water story uh corresponded with one of my favorite and craziest jobs which was the I mentioned on one of the episodes so far, uh, the uh, Beyonce, uh, one of her lemonade videos, which starts out with uh, uh, her waking up essentially from a dream underwater. And mm -hmm. we shot those up uh, up north uh, past Acton. They got these scuba diving tanks that are about 20 feet deep or so. Acton's, had, oh, I've shot we, there too. Yeah, yeah, that spot. We had to submerge yeah. a four post bed 
uh, down there fasting it uh, with the bedding and whatnot. And then they they did use Beyonce for some elements of it. However, you know, for safety reasons, they had a body double, this woman who amazing is like, uh, I want to say the free, uh, not only the female free, free diving champion in terms of breath holding, but possibly just human. Mm-hmm. Like I, I watched this woman hold her breath for over eight minutes underwater, like without a yeah. tank or anything, just holding her breath, dressed up in a big flowing dress with all this business. Uh, about That's 16 feet, 16 feet underwater. And so the reset on that, I had two tremendous set dressers. I had Zylon Jones, for all you guys out there who know Zylon Jones, or Zy. And also Tozar, I hope I'm not butchering your last name, Simich, Tozar Simich. Both experienced scuba and free divers. So who best to have on the onset team for that day? in the water tank than those guys. But imagine when you hand somebody names on a call sheet, like, cause you're a department head and see, these are the guys I'm sending to a uh, unit. Uh, this one I'm sending you Xylon uh, and Tozar. <laughs> so where are these guys from the fucking planet Nebulon? <laughs> I swear to God, the guy there, they didn't believe me, but yeah, those are, are you, amazing uh... guys in, in, in every way, shape and form, but also very great water. Your whole, your water story, are you are you scuba cert? Hell no! I would, oh. <laughs> I would. I mean, you and I uh, ju- uh, jumped out of an airplane, a perfectly good airplane, at eighteen. Yeah, we did. Feet. We should we should do that again, actually. And I'm not I'm not opposed to doing that. I would love to do that with you. Uh, that to me was less scary than I'm. Like as you know, you're a good friend of mine. You know that my biggest fear is death by large aquatic creature. So. Whether it be shark or octopi or something we don't know about, because let's be honest, we don't know what the heck's down there. Sea cucumber. Scuba diving, yeah. Fuck, man. I don't know. You know, honestly, like I would be so down to do it, but every moment of it, I would be terrified out of my gourd times 10, more so than being the last guy out of the plane with you. And by the way, dude, I tell uh, that story all the time. He was first out of the plane. He was like, fuck it. Let's do it. I like he was like fucking Keanu Reeves point break. <laughs> Casey played an amazing what what's Casey's uh, official title? Uh, Dolly Grip. Casey Slade, Dolly Grip, known for his purple bandanas, uh devil fingers, and amazing kindness. And just a just a straight up just rocking dude. Uh we jumped out of planning it. Jay went out first. Oh, whatever. Uh Freaking Casey, Woo-hoo! and then it's me, and just the sound of the airplane, and me. Well, there, and were like, there were some other people that went up. You were the last no, one, would, but it would you. But, I was but you the last were, you... guy. My option was if I chickened out, I still pay and I go land and talk to you guys down there on the ground. And I was like, I think, let's I do think, it. <laughs> I think I was happy to be the first one out of the plane and just do it. I think you, you have the, the heart. You, you have nuts. No, I. Have, you remember. You I, have, I smoked a bunch of the devil's cabbage on the whole way down there and then hoped that the cloud cover would be such that it, we couldn't do it the whole time. Remember when I was laying in the back of the, the this thing, the car? and You had the hardest position because you had to watch all five other people dead. get vacuumed out of the door. You guys just got sucked out. And But then I'll tell you what, for those of you who have never skydived, 
I understand if you don't want to totally, uh, totally. Okay. But if you're on the fence about it, I say, try it because I was super, Oh, this is gonna be great. Then terrified when it became a reality all the way up to the moment out of the plane. And for the first few seconds, a little bit of terror and then a sense of beauty and amazing magical i don't i don't know what you describe it as for people who've Dude, done once it, that parachute opens and you're just floating yeah. and it's just the quiet. silence it's just silence is the is the is is the, that's something they don't take is before they open the parachute they don't warn you that it's just rushing air you can hardly breathe it's like ter- a little bit scary but also exciting and then as soon as they pull it it is the like serenity i don't know what i've never experienced yeah. i've been in one of those rooms that cancels sound whatnot you know it is not no, it's, it's, it's just dead silence and just you the landscape and then were you the as horizon afraid, were you as afraid as me in that like at that last bit when you're like a couple hundred yards up at the landing part that was actually when i was like i'm gonna at, i'm at, gonna break at, my fucking legs or something <laughs> At that, you at guys that were point, down there. And at that point, my adrenaline was going so much that, like, it, like, go ahead, break my legs. I don't care yeah. anymore. <laughs> like, it was like that's what the weird thing is. It wasn't as scary when we were up so high you could literally see, yeah, a land designation, like as if you were looking at a map. Like, it, we were that high up, and when the other, we were jumping the other... so high, that's the highest you can jump legally in America, and. We had two minutes of free fall before pulling. Two full minutes. Highest, minutes highest elevation you can like go tandem. Bird. <laughs> that two minutes went by quick. The, the biggest thing I remember was uh, once we all hit the ground was like tearing the parachutes off and it was just nothing but like high fives. Oh, yeah. And we wanted to and buy like, everyone beers. And and hugs, you were like, we're going like, across the street. You guys want beers? We're getting everyone beers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we wanted to buy these um, beers. And they're like, no, oh, man, we got like a lot more of these. <laughs> like, we're the only guys to ever like, do this with oh, them. Uh, we're going to go party in the Subaru in the park. <laughs> um, oh, that was a great day. Yeah, they, they, they called it uh, airgasm. You guys are having airgasm. <laughs> So I know we went on a hard tangent there on this what is a grip uh, thing, but okay, that, that was Jay McCann and Scotty Max uh, and Casey Slade's point break experience. Okay, yeah. moving <laughs> forward. Oh, back to work. Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, damn. Uh, okay. What, what, okay, aside from what you, I guess you already talked about some crazy stuff. That also kind of was most also your most fun because my questions are generally what was your craziest job experience? What was your funnest oh. job experience? What's like some neat story that maybe you can name uh, celebrity names if it's a positive thing or not? There's no pressure there. Um, well, you know, getting back to like talk what a great day is talk, squeezing his own butt a bunch on this. I've seen <laughs> I've seen it. Um, I, I guess getting back to like you know what we're trying to focus on and what, <laughs> what what is a grip and what we do uh we talked about lighting talked a little bit about camera rigs um you know what does a script call for um driving shots are a big thing like you know if yes. you're driving like we're the guy we're the guys that figure out how to bring no the camera to the, to the cars that. and um and know, not only do you guys rig it to make a beautiful there. shot but you also do it to protect the car because those of you know yeah. have a classic car and they've used it in some stuff and I'm terrified unless there's a, someone like Jason 
who's in charge of it and they know how to do it so it like literally you wouldn't even know there'd ever been a rig there in the first place well and and that's not just for cars i mean that's locations you know like yeah if we're gonna shoot in a uh in a bank downtown or whatever we can't leave a footprint we we you know we need to figure out a way to rig the cameras rig the lighting and uh-huh. build all these things but then when we leave at the end of the day you, you never knew we were there so. see a lot of folks that are in the business don't realize we, we should em- we should uh be on the same channel with our grip and electric friends in terms of knowing that at the end of the day it, we have we do face the same challenges when when we're there on set it doesn't seem like it it seems like you you're that team and they're that team and we're that team and everyone's got a different task but at the end of the day we all i mean i'm not not hating on camera and i'm gonna probably eat my hat out when I a camera person on here but i'm just saying like other than like say camera i can't think of a department where you're asked to totally do something unconventional uh and again i don't know enough about camera so again i'm gonna eat my hat on this one but like you guys are asked to do insane stuff that's either never been done before and then you have to assess the safety and all kinds of stuff we're asked to do stuff with uh set dressing and stuff that's not traditional it's not realistic that's not i mean not not realistic but not realistically done you know in a time period but you know what i mean a Mm -hmm. lot of departments are asked to do things in weird ways that don't follow any set pattern or rules the only one i can think of uh that's that has so much on the line is you guys because there's safety and stuff everyone anytime everyone there's something everyone's questioning about. Whoa, we, we, we should talk to the grips about that. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, and you guys have that on your backs, in your minds, like the concerns about weight ratios. And oh, well, I said that they told me the set was going to be this way, and the actor, how many actors were going to be here, and how, what they were going to do. And then on the day they did something else, you know, and you have to, you have to have how that factored in. It's just mind boggling. When you said you initially started out thinking you wanted to be camera and you worked your way into grip, how did that happen? How did you, how, did, how does one tumble into engineering? Oh, man. Well, I mean, I could, that's a, that's a whole nother, I think, podcast bullet, about how, bullet, how I got into point. it. Give, but, me, uh, give, me, give me the bullet points. Give me, um, cause I you know, know I, I, I started, you know, I got into filmmaking. I thought I wanted to be in the camera department. Um, but, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, kind of in a blue collar area in Pennsylvania. And I'm going to throw out props for your dad's pizza restaurant, by the way. Yeah, I grew, I grew up in a pizza restaurant. So a lot of name long it, hours. Name it. If you're out there, folks. John's Wildwood Pizzeria. Best. Pennsylvania. Ricking pizza in the state of Pennsylvania. Basically in the whole upper X amount of states up there. So check it out. He's won a lot of awards. Um, Good man. But, you know, I grew, I grew up working in a pizza shop, a lot of long hours. Like even when I was in high school, you know, my dad had me working 12 hour days. And I think that's kind of how I got used to, you know, working a 12 hour shift, which we do in the film industry. And then uh, my, my, my grandfather actually, uh, he, uh, he actually passed away two weeks ago, but um, he, uh, he, he, no, no worries. Um, He, uh, he owned uh, a lot of apartment buildings and such in town. Right. So a lot of my days, like, were, you know, high school, 
uh, go work at the pizza shop, and then my grandfather would Maintenance have man. <laughs> yeah. Maintenance would, man, Jay. <laughs> dude, I'm serious. Like, I was in high school. I was putting floors in. I was doing plumbing. I'd let you fix my toilet. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was uh, you know, just doing literally building maintenance and handyman stuff. And it was a lot of times my grand, just like, hey, you know, how, how am I going to do this? Oh, I just got to figure it out. You got to go cut some. Hey, here's that the lens rain. itself hey, too. The the radial saw is over there. Go cut me a piece of two by four. You know, so. All right, I'm there, seeing. I, I'm 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 connecting the dots here. Right. So, I I just grew up uh, a little bit of a problem solver. Um, I, I you know I like Legos. That's I like what a building. key grip is. I liked, key grip is a problem solver. Is to quote Bob Seger, you know, you're you're solving mysteries without clues. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, when I, when I think of uh, Bob Seger and Grips, I think of Jason McCann, honestly. Not <laughs> only because of the physical similarity and the musicianship and the vocal talents, but also because of the <laughs> words alone. Um, but yeah, I, I think just the way, I, the way I grew up and once I got in the film industry, it just kind of was a natural just, you just, uh, yeah. path that, you know, oh, I did a couple of jobs where I was in the camera department, but then like, that must have been uh, before I knew you. It must have been because I've always known you. Yeah, this this was back on the East Coast before I came to okay. LA. I, I, I worked in the industry for a few years before coming to. Well, and, and in the same vein, I came here trying to be a, a writer and fell into the art department. You came here to be in a, a camera uh, a camera operator and fell into the grip thing, and we we both fell into what was more naturally uh, suited for us. Now yeah, and. Uh, Break yeah, down. that's that's definitely where I was going with that. It's just, exactly. So um, you're the key grip. So, yes, like in my, if if I'm doing set dressing, I'm I'm the lead man. You're the key grip. I have set dressers been uh, that that work as as my team, or your team. What are they called? Just because uh, I've heard of a rigging grip. I've heard of a, a like what's a rigging grip? What's a grip? It, so when I, when I when I get hired on the job, exactly what you're talking about is what I'm saying. Um, so when I get hired on the job, job, I'm I'm typically hired by the cinematographer because I'm the guy that's going. So that's also the, the 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 DP, the director of photography. Yeah, director of photography. So I'm I'm, I'm along with the gaffer. I'm kind of the right hand man uh, or lady. Um, Right that, is, that that is gonna yeah that's gonna help the cinematographer craft and achieve their image now whether that involves some movie equipment like a like a dolly or crane uh that's one thing but like we were talking earlier with the crazy water rig sometimes 60 rig i saw you post online that was crazy i don't know if it was on instagram or facebook you put it on I, man you, i don't i don't know so like I'm, there, there's you, Oh, was, I was, was I, I was just on uh, I was just on Grip Rigs again today for something. Oh, you, you know, something you personally you personally posted. It was you. Oh, it says um, like something about making someone dizzy, and you had a you had this cool circle. Oh, I like a lazy Susan. Yeah, 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 but like an so, extreme lazy Susan. Um, yeah. Everyone knows yeah, a lazy so, Susan, even if you're not in the film. That's the thing at the center um, of the table. You put the bread on, and it, you know, it does that. <laughs> we, we do bigger stuff with it, especially. So, so sometimes we can achieve the 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 image or the the shot they they want to get or the director right. wants to get or the, sometimes we can do it with 
you know, things that are already in the movie industry and ready to go. And we just have to get this tool. Okay. But a lot of the times we're reading the script and they're like, Hey, we want to do a shot like this. And it's like, well, there's not really a go-to way of doing that. So does that go to fabrication then? Like you have to work on. Yeah. It it might be something that I have to fabricate. It might be something I have to say, Hey, I need to, but see, then I need to find uh, the questions of, Okay, you have to fabricate some. So do you, Jay, do you have to, are you responsible for the math on making sure that that fabricated part to it, make it, this new thing happen is going to be safe? Like, it, I'm just yes, so it, it worried just it, talking to you. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm dude, believe me, uh, believe me, half, half, half of my work day is uh, just me dealing with stress. Just, um, just standing and sweating. <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just, it, it depends. Like if we're going to bring in a construction crane for something, okay. then, you know, we've got the crane op that's an expert. Yeah, and, sure. You know, whatever. But sometimes champion like, by the way, shout out. Yeah. Champion. Um, Cranes, baby. But you know, sometimes I have to build and fabricate or manufacture something myself uh, that is, you know, temporary. So, but, it's but gonna, then you, but, but it's safe. It's it? You're like, how does that work? Like what? Well, I mean, test it. Like, I mean, I might need to, <laughs> I might need to weld together some things that are gonna, you know. We're talking TIG. Uh, work for TIG. This what are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> talking about uh, talking about a fucking just a roll of dimes. Just like, I, you know, I, I, I will say that like I love Adam Savage. That guy's my fucking hero, but he's like ten times cooler than I am. Um, but if you ever watch some of his stuff on YouTube, it's very similar. Like he's doing it for art and props mostly, but. It is very similar in regard to of like how are we going to figure this out? Like how are we going to build this thing? How are we going to manufacture this tool to to accomplish this shot? And like you brought up the spinning rig, like we I had to do a shot a couple weeks ago where a girl was static in a bedroom. And by static for the listeners, I mean it's just stationary. You know they don't move; everything else moves. But the room is spinning. The movie, exactly. So you. But, so the so there's two ways to do that, right? So the girl can stand still, and we can spin the room physically. Or you can, or you can or, spin or the girl can, and leave the room. Or, or we can spin the girl and make it, you know. Which is traditionally but, not the best idea because of and, and you're laughing at me, but that's how I have to think. Oh my god. So we, so we built a la- so I built a lazy Susan, which basically like. You ever you burned know, out a motor on one of those because someone was too big? Uh, this one wasn't motorized, um, but uh, no. <laughs> oh, you did? Rest in peace, Ralphie Uh-oh. May. A person or? Ra- the comedian, Ralphie May. Uh, I, was doing, we were, I was doing a comedic show where we, we did kind of like the uh, NFL like Sunday lineup thing where the person was like rotating with their stats. You know, that was what the after effect was to be. And we had the standardized uh, five or 600 pound rated uh from i won't name the company but at any rate he started to smell ozone and the thing burned out and he's like did i just seriously fucking break it we're like no 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 dude this thing's a piece of shit it's not you at all and then we had to get the the next jump up was like one that you could like put a prius on basically like there was nothing beyond that one and like small car motorcycle rated so uncomfortably enough we couldn't hide the truth much longer than that but again rest in peace he's a fantastically hilarious motherfucker that guy 
That being said, that was my lazy Susan story. <laughs> like that was really sad. I actually, I, uh, I, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> oh man. Uh, um, but but there's no such thing as a grip PA. I mean, in our art department, and it's not no. a thing anymore. But <laughs> there was a time in other departments where you could have someone that was not fully in that position as a learning internship style position those days are long since gone and i've never even i've never heard of it being a a thing in the grip business like i don't i have no idea honestly how you guys fall into it because it's like it's a brother and sisterhood of very strong-willed free-thinking outside the box people that you kind of have to know them if you're ever somehow gonna get like if you're blessed to maybe your dad or your mom is one and you kind of squeeze in that way. And that's not nepotism because they, those fuckers don't let you slide in. They treat you worse <laughs> than somebody who came in off there, off the street. I've seen it. One of, uh, one period. of the key rigging, uh, grips that they use. He's a third generation. That, uh, see, grip and, that's amazing. Like, that's crazy. crazy. That's what people don't think. Like when you watch whatever, whether you like your TV shows, your, your movies, your whatever, there's some people whose families and their families' families and their families' families have dedicated everything to this. And, and, and how I always validate at least what I do, and I guess you probably maybe in some sense do the same thing. And we always want to do something of some kind of worth. And at the end of the day, through our work, we're creating an escape for people people in the olden days they told stories around a fire then there was the written word and people wrote but read books and there was theatrics and plays and it progressed and it was always something to give your average person just a little bit of pause from what was going on in their given day a little bit of entertainment reason to smile reason to laugh reason to get scared reason to get excited whatever my whole goal since I got down here, whether it was the writing or what I ended up doing, which is the art department, was not to sound like creepy, but to elicit emotion, to, to, to make people feel something. And yeah. in that respect, that's doing a service. It's not necessarily, it's not, it's no, it's nowhere near in my, in my opinion, on par with, you know, saving lives or, or feeding people or, doing all the amazing things, all the first responders and soldiers and everyone and, and uh, officers of the law and everyone are doing out there. Uh, but what we do is we even give those folks a moment, like when they get home from doing all what they're, all that fucking bullshit that they're dealing with, all those people that, I just wanted to be a nurse or a doctor, you know, now they're dealing with all this stuff for the last two years. Well, they want to go home and watch something that takes them out of the moment in whatever way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's... That's why I go to work every day doing this. I don't know. I'm assuming I know you being as creative as you are. I think we're on the same page. I'm not going to talk for you, but I, I, I think we're on the same page. Um, yeah. I mean, isn't, isn't that why we all got into movie making is to tell stories. You'd be surprised. Kind of creates an escapism, whether it's directly with the storytelling or, you know, being a art department person or, or a grip mm-hmm. or a cameraman. At the, at the end of the day, we're all just, uh, you know, we are there to make art. And, you know, whether you're a dolly grip or a uh, construction foreman, you're... you're and, I mean, yes or, yes or no, there are people that are doing it just 
for a paycheck for a job like how many times have you been on a job mentioned a movie or a show and someone says oh i don't actually own a television i don't go to movies and you're like you know what why on funny earth is I... in this industry but at the same time it's a job for some people it's not yeah, necessarily yeah. A, a passionate job in the same respect that people fall into all kinds of jobs all over you know every you know whatever the heck you can think of all right all right but yeah, it I would always say, I boggles would... me. It sounds like, nope. I've never seen this movie called Goonies that you're talking about. Dude, I, I got to say, though, like, I'm kind of uh, uh, guilty of that. Like, for working on movies and making movies and being in charge of the things that I that I am, I don't watch that many, like, things. Oh. Like, and and I'm going to, I'm going to. True or false, uh, do you or do you not have one of the best guardian of the galaxies no cosplay no, no, no. costumes that exist that's different like i i like marvel and i like comic books nerdy stuff um but like if if you were to reference notice how i like, dodged that one folks yeah <laughs> um if you were going to reference some check movie, the like, instagram after this gets posted yeah, okay. the Jason, i at- may or may not have some footage of Someone or man may not oh, have been man. dancing in public. This uh, this podcast did not go in the direction I thought it was going to go. <laughs> um, dive, baby, deep dive, deep dive. No, uh, I'm not going to. No, not, like I, uh, I sometimes uh, like you know DPs will be like, oh, like this classic movie, like we're mm. you know I want to do a shot like this, and I'm like I got to go home and watch that. Every once, like, yeah, I, like I have no idea what they're. Talking I'm there with about. you in the references <laughs> and on my side of things. Every once in a while, you got to give the nod and be like, "Oh, sure, sure." And they're like, hey, "I got ten one real quick," and then you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten one a bathroom get on, break, and get then on, get you on your Google real quick. Thank God, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, well, sure, yeah. of course, I've seen such films as." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm bad about that. Um, you know, like, oh, you you've never seen that movie. Like, yeah. oh, uh, sorry, sure, I'm, sure, uh, sure. Oh, yeah, I'm no, not. I'm not. I'm too busy over here making them. You know. Really, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> talk, talk me through it. All right, yeah. Jay. What is? And and I, this is a difficult question. Uh, your favorite film experience and your favorite television experience. You don't like not say necessarily. Say, oh, feature. What's the favorite feature movie versus, you gripped. Yeah. But I mean, because I don't want you to say what's number one. But what did you have like? Of movie wise and TV wise, for the listeners out there to be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this show because I listen to that guy and he sounds pretty freaking dope, and he is. <laughs> you know, I, I, man, you know as well as I do at this point. Like, I, I honestly I, don't. I mean, you're no, I, I, let me, IMDb. Well, let me finish. So um, my computer wouldn't load it. Like, we're we're, you know, 15 years into the industry, it it kind of all blurs together, and I don't think I can pick like. Oh, this was my favorite one movie, or this was my favorite TV show. Um, everything, and I also don't look at jobs in the way that, like, oh, I just did this one movie, and I just did this one TV show. Like me and my crew, we're we're going job to job to job, and it's just it's just kind of all okay. one big experience, yeah. if that makes sense. So, I mean, I have so many cool career moments. I mean, I've got a, I'm and I'm sure you do too, man. Like you've got a top three stories. career moments. Boom, number one. What's that? What's that? Your top three career moments. Number one. Boop. Uh, number one, uh, probably. 
oh man, there's a top five maybe. Uh, Tom Hanks meeting Tom Hanks. Um, Met him once too. Very cool. He was such a nice guy, man. Almost makes you feel embarrassed about yourself. Cool. So okay, I was working in Pittsburgh on the Mister Rogers movie. Um, oh, great. He, so a huge crowd had gathered. We were shooting in this little neighborhood, right? And this huge crowd had gathered outside, and like we're working, and we're, we got a condor, and these pe- these people and these kids are out there with signs, and it's Pittsburgh, man, and it's like fall, and it is weather, and these people oh. are standing outside looking for Tom Hanks. I'm I'm <laughs> in the house setting flags and doing some stuff, and I'm like five feet away. At one point, he was standing there, and he just looked over at me and was like. Hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, good. He's like, what's your name? I'm like, I'm Jay. He's like, I'm a grip. I'm a grip, you know. And he's like, oh, Tom, you know. And just was like, how's your date? Like, he was just such a generally nice guy. Like, hey, you're within five feet of me. Let's have a conversation, you know. He um, really is. So, so cool. the the shot we were doing, he had to start outside the, the 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 front door of the house, and he steps out, and that crowd that's been waiting all day, they see him, and they all start yelling, and Tom turns around. And he looks at the crowd and he says, hey, my life is not my own, but I, I, as soon as I am done working, I will come say hi to you, right? Six hours later, six hours, people stood out there for six hours. They said, okay, that's a wrap. I watched Tom Hanks walk right out the front door and he walked over to that crowd and he started saying hi to everyone. And, you know, he was dressed up like Mr. Rogers for the movie. He gathered up all of the kids. He said, hey, get all the kids over here. Get all the kids over here. And they started singing. The, uh, he started singing the Mr. Rogers song. That's you know, um, well, And it was like, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to like pack up seats. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just in. I'm not crying. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. Like I'm in total awe of this moment because I have worked with the celebrities that are the a-holes and, you know what's funny is like a lot of times the C and B listers are the jerks and people like Tom Hanks are and you know I've More met Tom Cruise like Tom exactly Cruise is actually a really nice guy too you know like um but they don't like often they, interact like like Jay's experience but when yeah, they, they do don't, that's um, when you know that they appreciate but yeah that. I'm saying like I'm not kind you're kind <laughs> oh so I that, would say that that was definitely in the top five um that's freaking awesome i did a couple day job with um uh david lynch that was probably in the top five moments i what fun david lynch i'm gonna have his daughter jennifer is gonna be a guest on this show uh very soon oh, nice she's a director of and uh of uh boxing helena surveillance and uh numerous other shows including walking dead teen wolf Nice. Uh, a bunch of other stuff. That's where I met her was I was propping on Team Wolf. Great gal. Oh, cool. So you worked with her dad. Yeah, when, I did a you... I did a job with uh with with David Lynch that was uh like a five day thing and it was a super small. Uh, How was film. that? Was that oh just God. like I, whoa? I I probably should have just written a book about those five days <laughs> and then I could have retired. That's awesome. Um, because it was awesome. super small, man. He was, uh, he, it was a still photo shoot for uh, Dom Perignon. Oh, that's all. Okay. So at the end of the five days, those uh, can be more stressful, actually. Uh, no, it was really, part, well, it, at least for it us, it was laid people. back and cool. Um, it, it was a super small crew, uh, still photography of the uh, champagne bottles. And uh, like, I mean, 
there was probably less than I mean there was about 10 of us in the room for five days oh wow and and, and David was lighting it with the gaffer and I and oh weird you know yeah it was just, just it was weird so cool, but like it was weird. I guess like, surreal is the word. Surreal. Surreal would be the word because at the end of the five days, we got to open up the uh, champagne, and I'm standing in the no room with David way. Lynch. What kind? Can you, what kind of champagne was it? Can you say? It was Don. It was Dom Perignon. Oh, well, you know, uh, I've heard of that stuff. I usually drink more of like yeah, that casual stuff you just pick or, uh, up at the whatever they store. have at CVS generally. Yeah. Um. So Big yeah, and, and to that job, I'm standing in a room with eight other people, and you know, David and, Lynch, and we're just down. drinking champagne together. That's cool. That was that's, uh, that was cool. That's fun. And then, um, that is fun. And then uh, probably playing guitar with Ethan Hawk. Yeah, that's that's awesome. on now. Which thing? Because I I worked with Mr. Hawk on the initial Purge. Hmm. Uh, I was the lead man on that, and that's where I uh, unwittingly witnessed uh, his his butt squeezing of his own self, which is in no way a negative thing. I think I don't know. I was I was sitting right off shooting set and I was sitting in the darkness just being quite ready to go. I don't know if it was like a motivating thing. You know, people do like the peas and carrots, peas and carrots, bits and pieces, which is uh, actually uh, Aaron Eckhart did a lot of that on a movie I worked on, uh, Conversations with uh, Other Women. But uh, I just thought it was maybe a motivational acting thing with Mr. Hawk. And a big peanut butter eater. Guy ate a lot of peanut, like jars and jars upon peanut butter. That was peanut butter. Can't hate that. And he motivated all the other actors, like really pushed them to get like a strong performance out of him. Because there was a lot of people out there, other than himself and then the, uh, like, why am I, I'm just a terrible person for not remembering the amazing woman who's both Game of Thrones uh chronicles of sarah connor the sarah connor chronicles i'm a terrible person from memory her name but she was hit played his wife in it they were just tremendous actors in that and then there were some up-and-comers and uh and they really just kind of you know gave them the gave them the spirit to get it going and i think that's what ended up making that whole thing into a now it's what it's a franchise there's like Mm-hmm. seven movies a tv show there's a probably a video game coming soon i don't know <laughs> but he's cool as heck and what did you play guitar you see what you played you jammed with him on which one uh we did a movie uh it was called when we were filming it it was called the walrus but now it's called uh adopt the highway um is it out yet yeah, it came out like last year. It was like a, it was an indie one. Like he produced it himself. I don't mean super, to see it in a weird way because I no no like super low budget indie under the radar. Like he him and his wife produced it. Um, I'm really anxious to see that new one that he's that he's in where he's like uh, like this like crazy kind of preacher guy that stands up for everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. that looks cool. Yeah, it looks yeah, yeah. really cool. I'm I'm done. I gotta figure out when that's gonna be on a service that I'm subscribing to. Or one that I'm just gonna have to subscribe to. Um, well, Jay, I don't know what else. What else, anything else I before just, we wrap it up here, buddy? I just think <laughs> I just really appreciate your time. I think you're a terrific guy. Uh, I think people uh, who are tuning in, who either are in the business 
and I've always had a general question or two about what the heck you guys are up to over there in the grip department or folks who just watch a movie and don't realize, well, gee, there's a difference between what Jason referred to as manufactured light and augmented, augmented. natural augmented augment natural Flash. light augment <laughs> so when you next time you're watching something try to figure out when you're looking at it i wonder there's someone pushing on uh, a light on that or is that some masterful use of dynamic geometry and whatnot and reflective surfaces to synthesize what you want to anyway check it out well go back and watch this is what i like to do go back and watch movies he loved as a kid knowing all this stuff and you'll see he it, it's a fun it's a whole fun different experience either way if you're gonna jump out of an airplane <laughs> anytime soon i know let they're us gonna know. let us it. know we'll go with I you i know that yeah we'll go with you obviously but if i'm not available obviously jason mccann aka <laughs> jay mccann and I think, it, would you, well, I figure out how to uh, set, uh, hit the off button. Will you send us off with a little bit of, you pick up the old guitar and just give us a little fucking riff? Oh, this boy. guy also uh, is a musician. A little so, out of tune, but. <laughs> hey, aren't we all, though? So yeah. <laughs> this has been The Artist and the Salesman, episode four, with Jay McCann. What is a grip? Can you musically interpret what is a grip? What is a grip? Just in a, in a, in like a couple <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Oh, well, thanks for having me, Scott. <laughs> He's like, no, man. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to dodge you. That's going right? to that's gonna give people the end of their commute chuckle where they scoff and their coffee gets on their lap and they get a little mad, and then, but whatever. They have a good day at the end of it beautiful jay <laughs> thanks i you. love you i can't wait to see you again brother it's been too long i really appreciate you in so many different ways it's you know i'll write you a poem <laughs> all right uh, folks. thank you thank you peace out bean sprouts whoop, whoop. and